And back in the studio, my favorite gal, my vacation buddy, my travel beauty, my... Uh, if you can't I, tell, we're going on a vacation. Yeah, we are. We're getting ready. <laughs> <laughs> the spring season, the rush is crazy. Rush is over. The crew's got this. We're going on vacation. You're, you're already on vacation. You have left. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For me, it's all the deadlines. You got to get, you know... Yeah radio content and mm -hmm. uh, written stuff out and ads and all that stuff. Everyone wants their stuff, even though you're not, it's part of small business. It, if you're not there, you still got to do the work. If you are there, you got to do the work. If your, mm -hmm. if your team is there, you have to do that work. <laughs> it's just part of it, which I like. But we're not complaining. We are. No, I like it. I wouldn't think of it. You never get bored as a small business owner because mm -hmm. there's always stuff to do. Everyone thinks, oh, I want to do what I want to do. And I love plants. Mm -hmm. It's my thing. I love if I get really stressed out over taxes or accounts or shopping insurance or workman's comp stuff. I get, If I get stressed, I go help customers with plants. It's therapeutic for me. But mm -hmm. if you don't do the insurance and you don't do the taxes, you don't do you lose it all. So you got to be good at all of these things, hiring the right people, training, motivating culture. And you have to love the thing that you love to do. True. So that, you never get bored. True. And you enjoy your vacation. I do enjoy my vacation. <laughs> Live hard, play, work hard, play hard. Yeah, <laughs> so what do you got for you're inspiring us this week yeah. with some sort of new thing that's uniquely yours? Well, oh, no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> They've all tuned in right now just for this segment. So this week, because it's hot out there, boy, howdy, the winds are blowing. So I hang out in the shadier sections of the garden center <laughs> while it's this hot. Yeah. So I ask out, out underneath the shade cloth where we keep our hydrangeas and our views oh. and our hollies. And yeah. Those things that they like their shade. And we in the Prescott, in the El Quad City area. Uh, especially in some of these older homes, older landscapes, there's definitely areas that are very shady. Every house has a shady area, mm -hmm. a patio, a north side. I mean, shade is six hours or less of sun. Mm -hmm. Every yard is one of those places. Just right. as it matures, the trees grow up, you get more and more. And the yard actually changes oh, yeah. as it matures. Definitely. Trees are, are the changers. Mm -hmm. So anyways, I was hanging out in the shade area. <laughs> And I noticed we have a lot of panicle hydrangeas. Oh, aren't they pretty? Year, yeah. Which are gorgeous. So I was checking them out because we've never really carried them much before. We carry the pom-pom ones that have the pinks and the blues and the purples. but And they have that big round flower to them. So I was checking out the panicles, which actually have a more pointed flower to them, an elongated bloom with a point to it. Um, and they're mostly blooming white. So I was like, well, why do we have all these white hydrangeas? So I started looking at it, educating myself on them. So a lot of them start out white as they first bloom, they're white. And then as that bloom matures, it changes colors. Yeah. So some really cool ones. Um, we have the berry white. Berry it's white. Berry white. What a cool name, right? <laughs> so it starts out white, then it kind of goes pink, then it goes dark pink, and then it goes red at yeah. the very end. So I thought, how cool is that? Yeah. You get that change of flower through there. Um, we have one called Strawberry Sunday that starts out white and goes to a pink along there. There's, like a strawberry pink? Yeah. Maybe, like a strawberry sundae? <laughs> There's one called Firelight. 
which they're against starts out white and then moves to a very vivid red at the end. So I thought, how cool is that? Instead of having just like one color bloom out there in your yard, you get to watch it change colors. So, but definitely a shade plant. It's going to want that, especially that afternoon shade, which is so intense here. We kind of need protection from that. Um, but if you have the right spot, how fun to try one of those. They're easy to grow in the right spot, easy to grow. And they right. come back year after year perennial. Right. So they'll take our water or something. They mm -hmm. take our growing environment, but you can't just throw them out there. The, the no. Midwest folks, this is going to be difficult for you because you're <laughs> used to Midwest stuff. You just chuck them right out there in full sun and they're fine. Not here. Canadians, full sun, not here. It's not the cold. It's the heat and dry. Mm -hmm. That combo of sun gets the leaves start to burn. That's what happens. So right. they won't bloom very long. It's you know, they kind of they kind of fade out really quick. And so, but in the shade, they do their thing really well. Seems like they would grow well in containers. Yep. Yeah. So definitely. Good you saw the one on well. our back patio. It's going into bloom right now. So it's Is right it? by the gardenia. Yeah, it's oh. just starting to go. Had its first first bloom this week. So cool. it's been sitting there that. dormant. I thought it died because <laughs> it's just everything's late. Everything's late. And then it started to leaf. And oh, yeah. it's growing. Here we go. And yeah. as soon as it starts leafing, the hydrangea starts to bloom. It right. just it wants to bloom, mm -hmm. but it hibernated underground. Now it's coming back. And so it's pretty pretty. I'll have to check it out. Some of the other things that definitely love that summer heat bloom. So if you don't have a shady spot, but you have a sunny hot spot, um, there's definitely things you can put in. Crepe myrtles yeah. very well in that oh, yeah. condition. Um, and we have a lot of really cool crepe myrtles. We have a Centennial Spirit, which is kind of a dark pink one. Really pretty. It almost has like a little ruffly bloom to it. Uh, we have one called Dynamite Red, Double Dynamite Red. Double dynamite, not just dynamite. It's supposed double to be dynamite. a repeat bloomer. Yeah. So it but gorgeous red color. You know, sometimes reds are more orange or more pink. This one's red. So is it watermelon red or no, it's red, red. Red. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah, not yeah. watermelon red. Um, we have Zuni, which is kind of Classic. a lavender one. Yeah. And we have some Pecos, which is another red. Um, so probably I would say six different varieties out yeah. there. Those just ones that are blooming. So Ooh. I've got some others just came in that yeah. are yeah, about to bloom. We have one, um, uh, moonlight, moonlight, midnight, one of those it has real dark leaves to it, but the blossoms are white. Uh, so just a really cool contrast out there to have the dark leaves and the white blooms. So that's a really good one to check this out. This is your time. If you're planting crepe myrtles, they prefer to be planted while the soil is very warm. They mm -hmm. want to be warm. They don't like spring planting with cool roots. They just sit there and they wait it out. They're <laughs> not leafing. You swear they're dead. And then summer comes, they're going, okay, my time to shine. All that spring stuff. Is they're stressed out because the heat. Yeah. So the lilacs, forsythia, and the quince are all done. <laughs> they're, they're not going to blow. Oh, it's, hot. it's hot. But the yeah. crepe myrtles go. They celebrate the smoke mm, bush. They, they celebrate really that butterfly, butterfly bush. bush. Yeah. They celebrate that butterfly bush. That's another one. Get a lot of bloom in the summer off of a lot of color. Um, that's when we probably have another four or five different yeah. varieties from the dark. I like the purple, red one. Yeah. Blues. Uh, so that's definitely a good one for those hot spots out in your yard. Uh, we also have a lot of rows of Sharon. So um, they're again, they get, most of them get pretty big and they love the heat and they're, most of them are starting to bloom or in full bloom. Right around now. town. They're in, they're in bloom around town. If you mm -hmm. see a real tall shrub just above head height and covered in flowers, that's, that, that is a rose of Sharon mm -hmm. hibiscus. Right. 
It's the hardy variety of hibiscus that grows up here. Mm -hmm. And on that, we also have some mashudos. Ooh, really? So they came in. Two different Neat. varieties of mashudos, a pink one and a red one. So mashudos are those. I mean, they go completely dormant in the wintertime, and you're thinking, oh, there's nothing there. But they come back up in the spring, and they have that huge, it's bigger than your hand. huge yeah. blossom yeah. on. Very, very pretty. Kind of yeah. like that Hawaiian or very tropical blossom that you kind of so think of. Mashudos hibiscus. It's mm -hmm. a cousin of the Rosa Sharon hibiscus. Uh, just that this one's on steroids. Mm -hmm. The the Rosa Sharon is a shrub. It comes back from the stems. So it's a, like a lilac. keeps coming, gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And Mashudos always resets down underground mm -hmm. and then comes back and grows about hip high and wide. Every year, it's like tremendous growers. It really grows fast. And then it starts to set the flowers from now through. Uh, for you Southern folks, another name is called Confederate Rose. It goes by a couple different common names, mm -hmm. but the actual Latin is Mashudos hibiscus. If you want something fun, different, unusual in your gardens, mm -hmm. that's the one you want. And, and you can only find them at garden centers now because this is when they show up. Mm -hmm. And we don't get a ton of them. Nope. We get a certain amount. When they're gone, they're gone. So um, what else do we have? Oh, we have some beautiful Caryopteris in right now, which is, what's the other name? Blue False spirea. Yep. Um, it's a great pollinator yeah. plant. If you're looking Blue. to um, put something by your garden to really help bring in those pollinators, it's a terrific plant for that. That one, I think Caryopteris is less weedy it looks like a russian mm -hmm. sage only with more shapely and less weedy yeah. and i think it blooms just as well or, or better mm -hmm. so i think it's a better replacement than russian sage anyway thank you lisa mm -hmm. great suggestions for summer plants you can plant now and enjoy for the rest of the year be right back 